Hey, and welcome to The Clickdown. I'm Dan Feller. And I'm Anna Ruiz. And today we're going to talk about Rike. And for those of you who aren't aware, Citrix acquired Rike uh, earlier this year, which is a work management tool. So we're going to talk more about what it is, how you use it, how it would fit into your everyday. So before bringing in our Rike expert, let's go through our tech updates. For my first update, it is regarding Citrix Analytics for Security, which now has an access assurance dashboard that provides basically an overview of all of the locations where your users are accessing their Citrix virtual apps and desktop. So this allows you, let's say you don't have a presence in the Middle East and all of a sudden you see someone logging in from there, it's a very quick and easy way for you to detect that um, anomalous location. And for my tech update on uh, in within Citrix Workspace uh, supporting um, the virtual apps and desktop service, you can now incorporate like application folders or application categories. Um, so for those of you who are publishing more than Notepad, uh, you might have a lot of different applications. I know our, our Citrix environment, you know, at Citrix um, has quite a few applications in there. So being able to group these into folders or different categories makes it a lot easier for users to find these things. And my last update, um, I think this is very useful, is regarding the ability to change your domain pass, your domain password straight from Citrix Workspace. So if your administrator allows it, now you're able to change your domain password within your within Citrix Workspace. Great. So that means I can change my password of Chuck Norris to Chuck Norris One when I have to. <laughs> yep. All right. So let's now shift gears and get into uh, Rike. And so last year really completely changed how everyone works. Um, so instead of a lot of us being in the office, which honestly, I haven't been in the office for, oh, what is it, 15, 20 years now? Um, but for a lot of other people, it's it's really changed the, the, the way they work and not being physically together anymore. Yeah, it definitely took time to adjust. I know, I mean, we've been working remotely for, for years now, uh, but even still, there were things that we had to change, right? So we had to shift from doing a lot of the in-person events or all of the in-person events to doing them completely remote. And then you also had to take into account people who had never worked remotely and they had to deal things that don't happen at the office. So kids interrupting you, babies crying in the background, toddlers throwing toys at you. Not that I'm speaking from experience, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, you had to learn how to do all that. And on top of it, learn how to be productive, um, collaborate and keep track of tasks, even if you weren't physically together with your coworkers. And, you know, we look at the, the work from home model and, and just the, the remote work. And, and it's not even so much about the location, but it's about now all the different types of tools we're using within the office or within our environment. So, for instance, I know personally I'm using Slack. I use Teams. I've got all these different applications open for different projects, whether it's Jira or Salesforce. And there's, you know, Smartsheet, all these different things out there where I have to do tasks from either someone else or I'm managing a project. And it's just all these different tools I have to con constantly go in and manipulate just to try to stay on top of everything I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, for sure. I, I feel that pain as well, Dan. And that's exactly where Rike comes in. And so Rike is a collaborative, collaborative work management platform 
They're actually a leader in the Gartner Magic Quadrant for CWM, and it basically allows teams to stay organized, to stay productive, and collaborate in a way that's efficient and effective. And so for the discussion today, we have invited George Karuvala, um, and he has been very close to the Reich acquisition. So George, welcome to the Clickdown. Thanks for having me. So before we get started, George, tell us a little bit about yourself, your journey at Citrix. What do you do and how did you get involved with Reich? Yeah, so um, funny to look back. So I started at Citrix in 2012 as an SE. And then I was in the pre-sale organization for, I want to say, six years or so before moving into more of a leadership role, um, initially as a solution strategist. Over the last, uh, I'd say, 18 months or so, I've moved into a different role. Now I'm a global strategist within our strategic advisory. Uh, with that said, as far as your question on Reich, uh, Reich, when the product was, uh, the acquisition was announced, one of the uh, challenges that we were trying to overcome is, okay, how do we go about integrating this with, within our field organization? So, you know, we've gone through a number of acquisitions in the past and there are many lessons learned through those processes and we wanted to make sure that when it comes to Reich, uh, we essentially streamline the selling and positioning of Reich and make it easy for our field and our, you know, our partners and others to um, essentially sell and position the product. I, I, I can't believe that you've uh, only been here since 2012, um, which, you know, which I guess for a lot of people that could be a while, but it's just like, I know your name inside of Citrix goes, seems to go back really far. And I would have guessed it was much further back than 2012. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's funny. I've, even though I've been at Citrix only since 2012, I've been in the community since uh, a long time. Right? I'd say 2003 is when I built my first Citrix practice. So it's a while. Why don't you tell us just a quick overview of exactly what Reich is and, you know, what problems Reich is solving? Sure. So I think I will paint it in the context of Citrix, since most of the audience here understands Citrix solutions. When you think about Citrix workspace and, you know, uh, even going back 33 years and, you know, MetaFrame and whatnot, it was always about allowing people to do work. But then it was it was more around help people to do work from, you know, access any app, um, anywhere on any device, right? And over time, that vision has evolved. And uh, while that's all well and good, the one fundamental issue that we perhaps did not address uh, when, it, uh, when it comes to work is what work really is, right? So when, you, uh, when you think about work, it involves projects and tasks, and um, it involves assigning people to those projects, and it involves collaborating with people on projects, it involves understanding what the status is on those projects, right? So there are all these uh, abstract, unstructured pieces that we need to somehow piece together. So why, so that's the element that Reich solves, right? Reich essentially helps people do their day-to-day -day tasks. So uh, if you think about them, you you know, you know you have a number of different projects that you work on um, at any point of time. That's part of a larger portfolio that perhaps, you know, someone at the marketing leadership level cares about, right? So, um, and then that that portfolio probably has various teams that are involved. So that's you from a technical marketing perspective, there might be corporate marketing, there might be engineering, who knows? And and everybody uses their own line of business tool, whether it's Smartsheet or if I'm a leader 
uh, that's managing this portfolio, if I need visibility into what's going on within that initiative, I've got to have separate meetings with each one of the teams to find out what's going on within within that group in relation to that strategic in initiative. Uh, I might have to send a bunch of emails. So that's all this lost time in just trying to figure out what's going on, right? That's what Rike fundamentally solves. Rike helps people do work more efficiently. And I want to I want to kind of go into an example of of you know part of my world. Is. So you know every quarter we we have this webinar event called Tech Zone Live, and it's a lot of different people get involved with this as our experts to present this content. And so this is just one of my many projects. And so what ends up happening is. Once I find the experts for each one of these sessions, I have to email them, make sure, hey, you know, you okay with this? Here's the timelines. And, you know, I could do email reminders or that, but, you know, it's just another task for me to do. So we have these project milestones at different times of when the content needs to be reviewed, when we're going to, you know, uh, record, when we're going to present, you know, all these different activities. So you email the experts with all these timelines. And the question is, will they remember? You know, will they set this up in their own personal calendar. Um, I manage all this stuff in Trello, but I'm one of the few people who use Trello. So adding them in there is not going to work because they don't use the app. I don't want to make them use a new app. And so we, for some of it, we use emails. And then if they have expert, you know, if the experts have questions, they're either going to contact me through Teams or Slack or email based on which ones they're trying to do. And this gets lost very easily. Um, it's not tied to a project. It's just an email or a Slack conversation here or there. And then let's say it's time to review the content and they'll send it to me again, either team Slack or email, hopefully that I don't lose track of it. And there's no history. It's not tied to this project. And then it's a question of, did I actually respond with feedback? And so it's, it's like, I'm using all these tools just for one of my projects. And then I'm dealing with all these other projects where I'm not managing it, I'm just a, a collaborator on it, and they're using completely different tools. And so how, I mean, that's my world, and I don't think I'm unique in that aspect, so I'm kind of curious, I know it was a lot, how would Reich simplify that entire mess that I'm dealing with? Dan, that's a great uh, question. I think you had a lot of different things that you mentioned in there. I think the first thing you mentioned is, Tech Zone Live and the fact that you've got various different projects that you got to manage. So from a right perspective, first off, it gives you your own personal space. So you might have projects that you're individually managing um, that does not involve anyone else. You just want to track it and, you know, kind of manage that through the course of the project. Um, outside of that, when you know, the, I think the example that you used uh, obviously concerned a team. So we had internal folks that are involved, external folks that are potentially involved that are all involved in this planning of Tech Zone Live. And what uh, Reich allows you to do is essentially define a project in the context, like in, in this case for Tech Zone Live, you can then choose the view that you like. So if you're a person that likes GAN charts, you can use GAN charts. If you like Kanban boards, you like, you know, you're a Trello fan, you can do that. Uh, you want lists, you can do that. And then you can then define all of your key uh, milestones and critical path elements just like you would in a project or you want to simplify and dumb it down, you can add tasks and subtasks as well. And for each one of those tasks and subtasks, you can um, assign people uh, right from within Rike. So you can, uh, whether that's internal or external, in the case of TechZone, you know, you might have some external speakers that you want to 
um, get involved in this project, you can just add, you know, add them in and just mention them for a specific task. And then, you know, they'll, they'll have real-time notification in terms of, hey, you know, Dan added me to so-and-so task. You can assign your deadlines. You can assign custom fields that you want to potentially report on for each one of those tasks. And then as one of the nice things which we really use internally within our center of excellence is when you define a task or a subtask, it's not just that you define it, but within it's got an inline editor. So within that task, you can update the progress. So let's say you uh, you uh, have a task defined for a session uh, for Tech Zone Live that someone external is doing. You can you know chart your progress. You can ask him, hey, uh, hey, so and so, do you have a deck that's ready? That person can then just within that task provide a link to that desk deck. You can review it, start an approval workflow if you want, right from within that task, and then mark a specific task as completed. So all those things, normally you would have additional meetings or some other tool that you'd use to do those subtasks. Whereas within Rike, you can, uh, within that task itself, you can kind of chart the progress and uh, manage that uh, all the all the activity that's happening within the task in the context of that task, right? So. And then one of the things you also talked about is reporting, right? So you have the ability to then create custom dashboards and create real-time metrics in terms of what's happening in the context of TechZone Live, but even beyond that, right? So like TechZone Live might be one of the five projects that you're working on that you know your boss cares about, right? So you you know he could get a role, you know a report that rolls up all of those projects and the status on each one of those projects and what critical path elements are remaining and who's working on it, and then he can then ask a quick question right from within that dashboard by just, you know, at mentioning you saying, hey, Dan, I just noticed this. Uh, what's up with that? And then you can, as opposed to setting up another meeting to follow up on it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I think, you know, a lot of things that you touched on was from like a, pro you know, project management perspective, which Dan being a manager, I know he has to manage a lot of projects. Um, but from my end as an individual contributor, one of the things that I struggle with is being able to collaborate on something together. So for example, let's use the TechZone Live example. I'll be presenting a session in the next TechZone Live, and I have this deck that I want to collaborate with product managers that are experts in the project that I want Dan to be able to then look at and get approvals. So does Rike solve that as well so that I'm not sending links so that I don't have multiple versions of this one document? Can can Rike address that? You can work on documents in line. So it has an inline editor just like ShareFile has where you can um, edit uh, a document. But then in addition to that, it integrates with all of the common um, content collaboration repositories, right? So you could essentially provide... Uh, a link to a, a draw, you know, a box document or a OneDrive document, and they, and then from there, you know, you can do all of the collaboration that you would normally do. So yes, you can do that. So so you know the, it's like all of my stuff isn't where I'm managing all these projects. Like actually, just today, I got an email um, from someone else who's starting a new project, and it's like, hey, we need you to go into the Smartsheet and add data. And then you need to maintain this, you know, you, you have to add stuff, you know, like every month. And of course, I'm not going to remember that. I don't go in a Smartsheet. If, if this person was using Rike as well, then this, would this be appearing like in my project list of stuff that I need to do? Like if I was assigned that task, it would show up in my Rike environment, wouldn't it? Correct. So where the way it works is you've got a, 
I don't know, it's like a notification center. So like even in the context of center of excellence, right? A lot of times my team might be working on something and they'll need me to approve something or look at a workflow and I'll get a notification saying, so-and-so asked you to, um, you know, approve this specific thing. I go in there, it takes me to that specific project uh, and it says exactly what I need to do. I might need to review a document or maybe it's um, a specific task that they need some feedback on. And I just go in there, add my notes, change the status of that task and I'm done. Yeah, and that's one of the issues. That's why, you know, it's, I have trouble just trying to remember all the different requests I'm getting from all these different groups. And then everyone's using different tools is because they need different functionality because not, nothing's really providing everything they need. They just need like, hey, I need to do some collaboration here. Here I need to do, you know, project typical, what you think of project management. Um, so everyone has different tools, which means now I'm accessing like 10 different apps which I don't want to do. And it sounds like Rike is able to pull functionality, all that functionality in there into a single, into a single solution. So I just, I can just live in Rike and not miss all these things I'm supposed to be doing. Absolutely. Right. So I think, uh, again, you talked on integration. So Rike has about 400 odd integrations, right? And I think you mentioned uh, Smartsheet. So it's got a, it's got integration with most of the uh, the common systems of records, so like you know, you think ServiceNow or Salesforce or all of these Jira, these common tools, you can very easily integrate with them. So, um, you know, even if a customer is testing out Rike, right, it's not that they're going to replace their existing tools day one, right? Uh, as you know, tools can be like replacing tools can be a religious battle, and it's not going to happen overnight. So there still has to be a way to uh, make life easy while not completely. Uh, getting rid of the tool on day one. And Rike allows for that, but with bi-directional sync for a lot of these tools, right? So in your scenario like that, you know, maybe uh, someone from a different team uses a different tool, but they want you to take a look at something that they've been working on on that tool. You'll get a notification within Rike, and then you can essentially make changes from within Rike, which bi-directionally syncs into that tool, if that makes sense. Um, so George, we've been talking a lot about different, you know, security focused topics, I think with the pandemic and just the tax getting more aggressive, security is top of mind. And I assume with a tool like this, you know, it can contain a lot of sensitive information or data that is hosted within this platform. So can you tell us a little bit more about how is Rike securing this information? How is it ensuring that, you know, you don't have a leak through Rike? Yeah. So I think this is where the Citrix plus Rike story is interesting, right? So as far as I'm concerned, Rike is nothing but another SaaS app, right? And Citrix Workspace, as you all know, and I'm sure you've had other episodes where you talked about, um, you know, the, the secure workspace access and secure internet access. And so there are two, there are capabilities within our workspace that allow us to secure SaaS apps. So you could essentially think of a user launching Rike from within Workspace, and then you can apply all of the security controls that Workspace allows you to essentially containerize the data uh, that's delivered via Rike. So that's one angle. The other angle, which is when you think about Rike independently, uh, one of the differentiators for Rike when compared to some of the other players in that space is uh, the the security controls that it offers uh, customers. So whether it's role-based access controls and the granularity that it has there or Right lock, which essentially allows customers to have full control of their data. So the customer owns the encryption key and has full control of where you know how, who own, you know who has visibility into that data. So those are key differentiators that 
Reich offers, which makes it extremely compelling, especially in the enterprise uh, space. All right. And with saying enterprise space, I think it's uh, time to uh, start the speed round questions. You ready? Let's go for it. Which one of us is your favorite host? Oh, without a doubt, you. <laughs> I finally got one. <laughs> wow, George, that hurts. What is your favorite Reich functionality? Yeah, I think I like the dashboard. So, for, for instance, we have a daily review call to look at all the leads and requests that are coming in, uh, and we use the dashboard for it. So, like, I can just look at the dashboard, see the status, what each member of the team is working on, what are some of the, the the leads that we have issues on, and it just makes life really simple. A 30-minute call usually only lasts 15 minutes because of that dashboard, which I love. All right, so after the... Uh interesting year that 2020 was i'm curious what's the first thing you're going to do when things go back to normal go to india i can't wait i'm missing family so i think i'm really looking forward to that what is besides reich it can't reich can't be your answer what has been your favorite citrix acquisition oh boy uh this is a tough one uh, is there a time frame or is it just open-ended open-ended oh i'd say provisioning server was a great acquisition i would say uh that plus netscaler or adc as we call it these days all righty george well we want to thank you so much for joining us on the click down and enlightening enlightening us on what reich is and how it can be used and we'll be including resources um within the episode description so if you want to learn more about reich uh, so you can go out there onto the uh, whatever your podcast platform is. All the information will be out there. But with that, we'll see you next time on the Clickdown. Mm-hmm.